guys and welcome back to Nisi Lexi. If you're new here, I'm a content creator, digital marketer, as well as a blogger. As the title mentioned, today I'm going to be sharing with you guys things that I have learned as a digital marketing trainer and what my experience has been, especially with um, now teaching virtually from home and what are some things that I have learned from my experience as a trainer, especially regarding the tech industry and how things are currently moving and how I was able to maintain a hundred percent graduating rate for each classes. And these are just some of the things that I have learned personally. And also I try to make sure that all the experience that I have within each class, it's a learning opportunity, not only for the student, but also for myself to develop myself and to kind of strengthen my skills as a trainer. Um, yeah, so without further ado, let's head into the video. If you're new here, make sure to like and hit the subscribe button so that way you can also get all the updated things that I have discussed every week regarding digital marketing, personal branding, as well as how to um, increase your website traffic, build your blog or vlog, whatever niche that you decided to. And yeah, let's head into the video. This video is going to be such short and crispy, just getting to the point and explain to you guys, especially if you are considering on becoming um, a trainer within the tech industry or any in digital marketing, software engineering or what have you. And here are some things that I have also learned, especially during the pandemic, we are teaching from home. So a lot of the uh, stuff that you've been teaching for students are mostly virtual teaching. And this is basically my experience on how it went and what are some things that I have learned as a trainer and helped me develop and making sure that I have a successful um, passing classes at 100% rate every time. And I try to use every single class as a learning opportunity, not only for me, but for the students as well. And here are basically some of the top six things that I have learned as a trainer. First of all, I just want to mention that I have been in the digital marketing industry for quite some time. Also been a blogger for about nearly four years. And before that, I worked in the PR industry. So I have extensive knowledge on how to do personal branding and how to also go about um, advancing the opportunity within the tech industry, as well as just uh branding in itself and due to the fact that those are skills I got an opportunity to also teach and some of these teaching involved with me becoming a product trainer basically teaching all the marketing aspect on how to onboard a new employee to learn about the digital marketing platforms and how to execute uh, strategies and also offer consultation that's basically what my role is and here are basically some of the, the six key elements that I've learned as a trainer, what my students are basically getting and how I was able to make sure to ensure that I, for every class, I have a hundred percent success rate. And 
sharing these opportunities with you is also going to help other teachers or other trainer who are thinking of entering the tech industry to making sure that their classes are well equipped and students are more engaged. The thing is that from my experience, I do have a digital marketing experience working as a consultant, working as a strategist. So I was able to also sometimes share my own experience to use it as example during classes. Um, I did work for both these uh, things like I did work in business line, including small to medium sized businesses, also large agency. And during those experience, here are the six key elements that I've learned. A, as a trainer, you need to be able to know that you are there to offer guidelines, but you're also there to offer materials that are basically structured to fulfill the needs of the company uh, alignment to deliver a high quality training. Apart from that, there are some other aspects that comes with this training to making sure that the students are engaging and the students are actually following through. Um, because we are teaching virtually and also this is not a classroom, obviously if you're teaching in class, you'll be able to see the student expressions, you'll be able to know which students are lacking, which students are kind of falling behind. However, in the virtual spectrum, sometimes not every single one of them will turn their camera. And do not take this as a kind of an alarming thing because for me, one thing that I learned that when we are in the Zoom meetings or even like in the Google Meet Hangouts, having a camera off is not an issue because I tend to set expectation at the beginning of the class. When we enter the class, I'm like, you know what? We're here to learn and these are the expectation. The course is very ambitious. If you're going to have your camera off, I expect you to pay attention to learn. And if you do not know anything, please raise your hand. Please try to clarify. This is my expectation from you. And because of that, some students feel like, you know, it's a less of a pressure for them to kind of keep their cameras on because there might be kids that are shy. There might be people that are not really comfortable in having their camera all around because there's a lot of things that might happen behind the scene. That's okay. As long as you're showing me that you're paying attention, you're showing me that you're actually taking all the knowledge that I'm providing and you are paying attention. I do not really care if you have the camera on or off. That's one thing I learned as a trainer. The other thing is also, I tend to make my student to speak up regardless of what the question is, regardless of what the concern is. I always keep my door open. I'll tell them, hey, look, we are here to learn from each other. I, as a trainer, to provide you with the material, but I also wanna learn from you because you might be having experience on certain things that I might not necessarily have come across. And I might have also come through other stuff that you might not know. So we're here to share knowledge. We're here to uh, be in a melting pot of knowledge opportunity. So in order for you to speak up regarding things that matters to you, I will be able to understand and how to help you to convey that and make sure that we're aligning. And that is why I encourage each student to actually speak up regardless of what issues they might be having. The third thing is I also try to get them feel comfortable enough to ask questions to clarify any doubts whenever i'm teaching a material before i move forward i try to get them to be engaging by either sometimes they i will have volunteers to read the slides and then i'll clarify what the slide is and i'll also um, ask questions and see 
who's paying attention, who's not. And if there's any student that is not engaging, I sometimes try to pull them out of the class, be like, hey, is everything okay? What's going on? And trying to make them feel like, you know what, they can talk to me regarding whatever the issue is. And also trying to give them the opportunity to ask questions like, hey, I'm not here to judge you. If you don't know anything, please ask because the more you ask, the more likely I will be able to understand where you're lacking so that I can clarify because there might be somebody else in this class right now that doesn't understand it. But for you to ask a question that's giving an opportunity for me to repeat what I have just said. And Ford is, I always welcome feedback. I feel like as a trainer, we have to be adaptable to welcoming any feedback because there might be a different style. For one class, I'll be teaching in certain style. It might not work for other class because it depending on the type of personnel and the type of student I have got for that next batch. So having a feedback, it's always great because it will be able to let me know what areas I need to improve as a trainer and what area I need to continue on offering. And that is why I always, as I said, making sure that they're comfortable enough to give me those feedback. And I love to get honest feedback. I tell them straight up, this feedback is not going to hurt my feelings. It's only going to make me a better trainer. And that's why I welcome them. And the fifth thing is also, I try to try different things. So sometimes I will teach them. I try to, um, I try to experiment with different things during the class. So sometimes I will try to get them to watch videos and then other times I will get them to also read the slides or if even give them like group work activities and uh, break them into sessions and then have them like work with 30 second 30 sorry have them work together for 30 minutes to an hour developing like different scenario and then coming back to me and present what they have learned or other times I would just simply uh, have them to do practical uh, training because especially with digital marketing, like I work a lot with Google ads and things like that. So I will have them go in there, deep dive into their, or having like a demo account and actually working and actually creating those campaigns and then coming back to me and trying to explain to me what they have just created. This kind of gives it an opportunity for them to also test out all the theory and make it more practical. So that way, when it comes to actually live consultation later, they'll be able to explain what they have just learned and then also how to aggregate the data that they're looking at, what information can they basically present out of the data. And these are all things that a student needs to basically try in different methods because one account might have large data, other account might have slightly different data. And how can we collaboratively understand what information can be looked for? Is because the digital marketing industry, it's very vast. And we we are right now focusing heavily on machine learning and machine learning requires so much data. So how can we utilize that information from the data to be able to present it accurately and also to give it an understanding how we can move forward with our strategy. And this is some things that I get them to student to actually deep dive and actually understand it. Lastly, which is the sixth point that I have learned as a trainer is that giving demo and Kahoot quizzes are super, super fun. They enjoy Kahoot, except one batch that I taught, they really like, they were terrified of Kahoot, but for most part, they love the quizzes because this is a chance for them to test their knowledge. This is a chance for them to actually see what information from the learning did they actually observe and which information they haven't. So that way they can ask me more questions. They can provide a speak up on certain things that I need to review or repeat. 
and of that have and these are basically some six things that i have learned as a trainer teaching from the virtual classrooms and having a hundred percent success rate and i'm just going to repeat one of the thing is having a zoom camera off is not an issue as long as that a student is listening to you and you set the expectation right off the go and also getting the student to speak up regardless of what the issue is this is going to give you an opportunity to understand their point of view as well and then asking lots of questions to clarify doubts so that way because sometimes digital marketing it's it's a growing field and that means a lot of new things are happening every single day when they ask questions this will clarify any doubt and help them to stay ahead of the game and for it welcoming feedback because feedback obviously it's, it's a great engine to help us know where the class status is at and then finally trying different things because everybody learned differently some people learn by watching other people learn by actually doing it and that is why it's, it's great for you to try different method and then last but not least having a demo and code quizzes it's a great review sessions to do for your online classroom I hope you guys have got a lot of great uh, insights about my experience as a digital marketing trainer. And this is something that you can also implement in your class. I'll see you next time. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so that way you can stay up to look with my next video and also comment in the description for especially if you're a digital marketing trainer or if you're a product trainer. I want to hear what are some things that you do in your class to make sure that your class is engaging and that you have a high success rate within your class as well. Share in the description below if you're also a school teacher.